This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. 10 o'clock in the Southland on a live imaging Tuesday. The Travis Rogers show is underway. Oh, oh. You know, hey guys. You know those moments in life? Hey guys. Travis, you're a married man. That was everybody. You know when you say something or do something to your wife, and you know, it's going to be here. I'm going to have to clean that up later. <laughs> yeah, very well. Yes. So, minutes ago. Emily, I was, how are you? Hold on, Slee. Slee, hold on. Say hi to everybody. I'm getting man. there. I just talked. I just did 20 minutes in the sales meeting about how there's always a plan. I got a plan. Don't worry. Okay. So minutes ago, I was on a. I was get jumping on a quick call with yep. the great Jason Roberts yes. regarding a sales revenue opportunity. Okay. And I told him I had four minutes. Then Slee decides this is when he wants to come and give me a hug. And I was like, Slee, move. move. You're an a hole. First <laughs> off, I said, Hey, listen, I'm busy. This, this is about money. Yeah. And he goes, I'm about money. I go, Not for me. <laughs> yeah. And I walked away. By the way, that wrinkle was a solid wrinkle because I was like, he's kind of right there. It's not about. The minute I finished and walked then into the other room, my room, I went, I'm going to have to clean that up. (laughs) Slee, the great Alex Slee, well, welcome back. We have missed you. Thank I don't you, know if buddy. Travis has missed you, no, but I will tell you, Let me tell I've you. missed you. There's a lot Thank that we got to get into. First Appreciate off, that. let's just go the interaction with Chris. Okay. With Chris, I haven't seen the guy in like 10 days. That's a really long time. For it this is. radio station, 10 days away is a long time. When you work with the way we work and everybody's seeing each other, 10 days is basically like a year and a half I haven't seen Chris. <laughs> it's a while. So my reaction was, I'm going to go in and give Chris a hug. And he and was Chris, very excited. And Chris is like... Phone, stiff arm. He's like an well, agent. He had, he had headphones and you could see he's the trying headphones. trying to get paid, Al. He's, but that's no, even no, better. No, no, I'm not trying to get paid. I'm trying to make sure we get paid. Well, say, okay. That's even, somebody's getting paid. That's even better if you have headphones on. That means both hands are available. By the way, not AirPods. <laughs> I had I stuck in these because I couldn't find my AirPods. Okay. So I stuck oh, in the old, old, schools. old school, both ears in. Quickly try to be like, yeah, let's do this. Come in like this, and Chris is like, not today. Or, I don't even know what he said. He's like, I got business. Yeah, good, to take care. Like, okay, well, good to see Alan. you as well. I run into Travis in the hallway. I'm sitting here in the hallway, and Trav gives me this great to see you. Yeah, but he's a Decepticon because he doesn't like you. I love you. See, don't, don't fall in. Then we this. walk Come downstairs. On. I'm like, you know what? He's like, I got to go get a sweater. It's nine degrees in here. It is. So nine I'm like, all right, I'm going to come with you. And then there's We're a nice stroll. Trav and I having a nice together? walk together. Yeah. Elevator. We went the we stairs had, we together. We rode the elevator together. Oh, but I have to tell you this. I, Emily had to ride the elevator with me Saturday night. I think yeah. I've traumatized her for life. She, yeah. she, she was. Oh, you want to know my boundaries? Did you cross my boundaries? I, I did. I did. You're <laughs> wow. getting the wrong end of that sleep. What a hug. He wanted to hug you, Chris, not get tackled by you. Was... Yeah. Yeah. It's a little, awesome. little, Got a little cologne on there, huh? It was <laughs> a little cologne on that neck. Well, I stayed at the East Central last night, so I had more time to get ready and make sure I was properly coloned. It smells good. I well, like good to know. I can, it does. <laughs> Try it out. Give him a hug. Give him a hug. Get in there. Everybody's hugging today. Get in there. Smell that neck. Smell that neck. Oh, fresh. Yeah. Wow. That's nice. Just, I mean, not too much. Just, I wasn't just lying. the right amount so you get the scent. But I wear Mont so Blanc. Much. 
The way he embraces... But this is Mont Blanc's sport. The, the darker way... bottle is four nights out. <laughs> when I go home, Susan's going to say, why do you smell like Morales? <laughs> well, why does she know what I smell like? Exactly, that's the next question. <laughs> the way he embraces... Do you guys ever see those videos on social where a military person's gone for a year and they come back and they see their wife? The way they embrace... That's the embrace that I just... I always going to go in. You might as well make Might as well count. go in. I always call it the high hug. Like yeah. in Boogie Nights, when Dirk returns home yeah. and Burt Reynolds gives him the high hug. Mm. We got to go one on top, one underneath. Well, that's when a different it, game. What, wait, what's, when it's two, like, first what's happening? I think Cappy and I did that Friday at the hot dog. If, if you go two on top, it's yeah. it's awkward. You got to go no, one over, one yeah. under. That, it's the only way. You to ever do go it. two on top? I go one under. I go one here and then circle no, around no, this one. One over the shoulder, so one, one around the waist. <laughs> Trav, you hate hugs, right? Um, they're not my favorite thing. I can yeah. do it. My level of intolerance for hugs does not match your level of intolerance for elevator Okay, so rides. can I, and I, I apologize. You're in the middle of the story and I'm embracing him for a no, hug. No, you're fine. We, 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 got, we got lots of time and we have okay. nothing to talk and about. And you missed okay. last week so when I set the go. world on fire by calling the radio station Swift 710. Oh, yeah. And I thought- Not happy. Everybody was like, I thought, okay, people are mad, but they're not really mad until I went to the Dodgers game. On thir- really was it Thursday mad. night? Yeah. Caleb Williams bobblehead night? Yeah. And like three listeners like, hey, Morales, you better cut off that Taylor Swift. Oh, Do you know geez. what? I was like, sorry, sir. <laughs> it's a lot different when it's on social. I was like, the when bit you was- could say whatever yeah. you want, and then loud. you're seeing them right face in front of your face. Face is very different, different than social media interactions. Yeah. Very different. So in the background, we have CNN on. So Trump faces <laughs> another oh one. I'm just saying, if it's not in the rundown, we got. Some things to talk react about. React to the environment around yeah, you, right? You have a little bounce in your step today. You must have had a good vacation. Where did you go? Good time off. Um, I was in Vancouver for about- Vancouver? Four days. Really? Yeah. My God, I've never been to Canada before. Did you have a Molson Canadian or is that in Quebec? Um, Molson Canadian's a good beer. It is good beer. I don't know where that is. Do you have a Labatt's? Yeah, you got a Labatt's. I had every beer that I had out there was a local beer and- Shockingly, I don't well, think Labatt's I any of Labatt's and Molson are like Miller and Bud, right? Except like, it's called Labatt's and Molson. No, no, I know, but they're like the big national brands. They're not, Al, you're more of a craft beer guy. Yeah. You're not going with the uh, mainstream as much when you're on vacation. You guys ever been on a- uh, Yeah, you're one of those guys. Like, oh, do you guys have any beer that just tastes like wheat? Do you, <laughs> do you have a sour, perhaps? Oh. By the way, sours are the worst. Oh, okay, no. Yes. I love sours. So bad. They're gross. They're why, yummy. Why do I want a sour beer? Well, because it makes you like savor it a little more. I, yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a Mick a, I'm Ultra a guy, person. Budweiser guy. Can you do the thing again about how I ordered the beer? Because I was. <laughs> do you have anything that just tastes like we took wheat and cut it up into a uh, into a? Why glass? would he have had uh, a Canadian accent when he ordered these things? <laughs> that was awesome. It's like it's like the old Coke. That was great. It's like the old Cold Stones bit. Uh, just throw in some nuts, like not actual peanuts, like literally nuts, screws. Uh, what do you guys, you got a car oh, yeah. battery back there? Just throw that in. Why that plastic up. in there? Yeah. It's the same thing. Guys, do you have any wheatgrass? Hmm. Why do you say it Put like Put some that? sawdust in there. Oh, this is so full, man. And you know, they make it right in the back. I love when they tell you that. When I go into one of these places, uh, can I just have a Budweiser? Brewed on premises. Um, no, sir. We actually have this light lager that Joseph brewed three days ago. Is the light lager not good? Cool. It's not called Budweiser, though, right? And they're like, yo, you're going to... And then the people I'm with, oh, Chris, you'll enjoy it. Just call me. And, and here's the difference. That that light lager, it's going to be $2 more. Of course, $2 more. Right, yeah, course, yeah, $2 it's it's going to be 12 bucks. The bottle of Bud that you wanted is three fifty. Right. <laughs> Guys, you mind if I just bring my own Bud from the car? <laughs> like Michael Thompson. He brings his wine, you bring a six-pack exactly. of Bud Heavy. Right. He brings ketchup. Catch up to the steakhouses. Yeah, he does, he does a lot of things. But he orders fries, too. So it's yeah. it's fair. Well, they have ketchup in the steakhouse for So I the guess fries. some of these... <laughs> 
some of them apparently, maybe I haven't gone to enough steakhouses, but John says some of these steakhouses, they don't, it's like a, you don't, they you don't, don't ask ke- for ketchup. You don't, you don't put ketchup on you the steak. You don't ask for ketchup. Because they're A1. afraid you're going to put it on the steak. Like, if you want your ketchup for your fries, it it exists in the back room. But notice most places will bring you steak. a little thing of it. Mm-hmm. It's already pre-delivered. It's not like they don't ramekin. bring it. Yeah. But he's prepared. Is that what it's, that's called, a ramekin? Yes. I thought that was something else. It's the only thing I'm going to write in my notes What did you think a ramekin today. was? Let's not get into it. <laughs> Meanwhile, I don't have a next thing. I just figured we should get out of that. I got I got. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ramekin. You put your sauces in it. Ramekin or ramekint? In. No tea. Ramekin. It's like that yeah. white thing yeah. with yeah. kind of like the ridges on the side. Yeah. Yeah. It's a ramekin. It's like a little bowl. Yes. Thank you. No, I know what a ramekin is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now you, you sound do. confused earlier. I didn't know it was you called a ramekin. It's called a ramekin. Okay. They can also be stainless. Ramekin right? spoken. Oh, that just, that was Jeremy. <laughs> Al, you missed a great drop from um, Berg yesterday in Factor Cap. Ugh. It was great. I was well, talking what was about, it? Can I hear uh, it? Not good. I'm not sure I mean, if we have it available. It's, it's good in the sense it's going to be around a while. Well, I don't even know what the bit is and how, like, I need to hear it. It was during Factor Cap and. Factor Cap, it's a segment we do at 1130. Coming up today, heavy petting. One more time? There Was there heavy petting? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's there good. Was there heavy petting? <laughs> well, in reference to what? That Emily, he tried like so to my... I actually looked for him. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally looking for him. My friends, uh, I ran Jake. into them, Jake, uh, at the Hollywood Bowl, <laughs> okay. and he was on a date with a girl, and we had not met, and he was like, oh, it's our second date. We're going to the Hollywood Bowl for a second date. And then I was going on to say, oh, they were like four rows in front of us to the right a little bit so we could like see them and spy on them on their date a little bit. And then this was his question. There, was there heavy petting? And I was like, I don't know how to respond to that question. Was there heavy petting? You don't have to repeat it, you know. Berg, help us out here, brother. <laughs> he wanted to know if they were getting along. He wanted to know if no, they I, were being we, affectionate. We, I got it. But he didn't have to phrase it with I don't like the term petting. petting. Yeah, no, I'm with they, you nobody on that. Nobody does. Hey, was his arm around her? Did they feel oh, like Berg. Were they there being was some chemistry? To, were, was there, there chemistry? By the way, affectionate. So, but, but hold on. I want to set this up before Berg sits. Well, sit down. But before he starts in there. have a chair. So yesterday, he it was Andy and Momo during Mason in Ireland. Mm-hmm. And I told Greg at one point, why don't you just go in there and be the third? Yeah, maybe, you know, we can all help out a little bit. Uh-huh. It's a great show. I'm, I'm assuming. So then, corporate Greg spent two hours with the afternoon show, because Kaplan was at home, but Beto was here, I was here, Wins was at home as well, and then Laura was here. So, usually I sit in this chair. Yeah. Beto sat in the Sliwa chair. Okay. Do you know where corporate Greg sat? Right here. The power chair. Yeah, baby. Oh. How does it feel? Yeah, it feels, feels good, so doesn't good. it? For it's two hours. A it's a different it feeling. It feels good. It's like From you're, in the, you're in the pilot seat. You're yeah. not the co-pilot. You're in the pilot seat. The only I got problem with that buttons. chair. Yeah, the only problem with <laughs> right. that chair, it's so serious. There's so much to do. There's a lot no, going on. There's a lot going on. Not on the Sedano cap show. A lot to monitor. I sit over here. I'm like, what'd you say? What happened? Tie your shoe. Tie your shoe. In the you got plenty of, of time to tie your shoe. I forgot about that. All right, why no. you? What, what's the petting thing? Help so us what, out what, here. I don't see what's wrong with saying heavy petting. There, has there has heavy anyone petting? in your life ever described a couple yes, together? Yes, his grandmother before he went to a seventh grade dance. <laughs> Which is, no heavy petting, Gregory. Hey, no, that. see, that's totally fine. Like I couldn't think of a better way to say it. If you're looking over at clear, was there chemistry? Heavy, were they affectionate? I, I, I didn't like those. those were was too there simple. romance in the air? That was simple. That was easy. You want to make it a little bit was more there a smooth? You want to make? You mean do you want to make it grosser? What you took it gross. Did you like, go in for a pet? pet? It could literally be petting. Like you literally what? could no. just be rubbing. The, 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 the adjective of heavy petting takes it to, you don't, like what you just did and described right. is 
putting your hand on somebody's it's shoulder. How you Heavy th- petting is a very specific act. It's really how you think about it. It's your choice. <laughs> no, it's not. I think Slee, when we hugged earlier, I think there was some petting. There was some petting. I didn't even get was my arms. No, nah, it was mild. My my mild arms, to medium. My okay. arms right. didn't get a chance to embrace. <laughs> he did all the embracing. So mild I came in when I did the first time seeing Slee in a while. I came in, like, you know, rubbed his back a little bit. That's yep. Wait a minute, what? Petting. He heavy petted me. You're, you're, you're not allowed to describe things anymore. You didn't rub his, his back. back. You kind of clapped what? him on the shoulder. No, yeah, I clapped yeah. him on the shoulder and I right. you know, gave him a little massage. <laughs> you rubbed my back. <laughs> What's the problem? I haven't seen see, him in yeah, 10 days. Here's the difference, the problem though. here? Here's the difference. You Cappy were behind him. You. I could see Al's face as you were doing it, and he looked at me like, what the hell's going first, on? First, I thought right it was him. Because him I looked, that would be on brand for Chris. I looked and it was well. Also, I thought he was apologizing, like, "Hey, my bad. Sorry, I didn't give you a hug earlier." No, it wasn't him. It was Greg. I'm just saying hi. Yeah, it was a it was an affectionate hi. Heavy petting. Heavy high. petting. Why do you have a problem with heavy petting? It's gross. I can't wait to make this a bit all day. Heavy petting. <laughs> yes. I I think it is it does Berg, a good is it, job is it, of explaining what you're thinking. Is it safe to say, <laughs> if you brought this up to every other host today? They would all that say the you same described, thing you okay. <laughs> as long as we got that part, yeah. But look, as long as I you accept that part, I'm being a different person. I don't that's need fair. to be like everybody else. That's there, was there a different heading? He's yeah. his own man, Slee. That's right. By the way, I think we're wearing the same shirt today, and that wasn't on purpose. It was. Oh, they are the oh. same shirt. I didn't even realize. Pretty close. Yeah. Well, you guys are all here's a, decked here's a little up in lighter. Like Travis Matthew. Yeah, We've got across the board. Everybody well, but me. It's a very comfortable. I get a shirt. polo to text Tommy for that. Or how does it work? <laughs> well, no, we've got our friends at Sunday Swagger are coming back for the ESPN LA Golf Classic. More details on that soon. But you'll be swimming in Sunday Swagger. Fantastic. Who used to raise the roof? You. <laughs> no, who was it? Nick Van Exel used to do it. Van Exel used yeah, to do this. Yeah, you do that one too. <laughs> Shaq used to do that. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, the that. pushing down isn't that LeBron? That was Nick. No, that's no, not LeBron. LeBron copied Nick. His, Nick. His, Nick yeah, was the legs. first one. Yeah. By the way, was there petting? No. Oh. I mean, not that I can tell. Oh. Emily's disgusted by the. I'm like four. Oh, there, there was it just light smooching, or was it? A, an I eight? have no idea. I did not see. Oh, he's going happening. in for the pet. Was there an HMS, a heavy makeout session? <laughs> not that I could tell. Well, she was watching though. Emily was watching. I was watching so a concert. My question was: Was there heavy petting? They were just <laughs> smiling at each other and having a good time. I get it. I, I have leaned towards you now. Thank in you. This one now it all makes sense. Thank you, Slee. I appreciate it. Don't sense. encourage him. No, don't I don't think you can do it. We, might get, a, we might get another one later. I'm not comfortable. I know this is going to seem odd for everybody, and I know we need a break soon, but that's okay. I'm not comfortable with a lot of heavy petting in public. No, I'm with you. You don't like the PDA? I don't mind I don't like, like a handhold, maybe a nice. I'm a big forehead kisser, which has cost me caused me problems because nowadays I didn't know this. If you just kiss a lady friend on the forehead that you do like she thinks oh he doesn't like me oh, when because, did this happen because you're not kissing her on the because you're not going all for it i'm yeah. a gentleman i like to play the long game it's affectionate it is affectionate i'm with you I'm but okay if, with that. but if it's with a lady friend that wants something more it has to be low well, but too fine. aggressive but in public you're right not here at much. the hollywood bowl or wherever yeah. the thing is taking place There's so you don't like pda either play. no not really i don't mind a little bit but we uh, can yeah, get more into this uh we got all that yeah that's fine we got we got plenty of time to break down i got a lot of questions about your vacation okay okay i, I i'm sure that you're not going to give me a lot of answers no, I'll but give i got answers. i got a, i got a lot of questions you guys have been on a seaplane <laughs> no yeah cool try that out all seaplane radio what are you importing stuff Maybe. <laughs> Slee. Secret. Slee is back. Man. By the it's way, Travis. I don't have Zoom open, so if there's something. And Slee. It's me. I got okay, you. You're good. You're good. Welcome back. It's Travis Slee. I get to say it. I've been saying Travis Slee with Yates, Travis Slee with DeMarco. It's Travis Slee with Slee coming up next.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Live Imaging Tuesday. 18 minutes after 10 o'clock. Guess who's back? Back again. Don't call it a comeback, Jack. Tyler. The the great Alan Sliwa. Tyler is on the wheels of steel today. Tyler's in the house. Producer Jorge took the day off. I actually did a Tyler bit last week, what and happened? that dovetails into something else. But we'll talk about that later because okay. I got a meeting in a few minutes. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta pre- data? Gotta prepare. Is it the data meeting again? No, not, not data. That was that, that, that. Chris. It, they, they had a data meeting last week. Sure, out sure. Yeah, an hour and a half of in, data in a place that you don't want to have Chris in. Of all the types of meetings, is the data meeting like? Is that the meeting where it's the biggest migraine for you? It's just the, it, the person who was presenting the data was on Teams, so now. Okay. Unfortunately, those data people, they're nice people, but they lose focus on, they lose the room and they don't understand that. So they just keep going instead of saying, hey, does everybody need a pause? So I was just making stuff up like, oh, guys, I think the transmitter's down. I got to run in the control room. Come in here, five minute break, came back. Am I crazy if that's actually decent content? If Morales has a little camera right here and kind of gets a little video going of what's going on with the data and he's doing a little play-by-play of it. (laughs) What are we doing here? You know what? I'm going to leave right now because there's a transmitter issue. That's not bad. Like, I could see Morales kind of shining in that, uh, I don't know what the hell's going on here. I got to get the hell out of here. That's not bad. I liked your tri-tip post that you had the other day. So yesterday. How did it turn out? Actually, you should ask Greg because I brought in leftover tri-tip for him and they tasted it. Him, Laura, and Beto. Is there any left? No. Look at him. Damn. Tasted the meat right there on the air. It's and a fair they question. were blown away. Well, you can't pick up food in front of Travis. It's a fair That's question. True. My tri-tip will blow. I think there's two of them, too. There's a lot of meat. Yeah. Well, at Costco, you get the two-pack. Right. But you live with, you know, you don't have enough food to feed that many people. Did you guys put any in the freezer? Did you have a big Sunday dinner or something? No, it was just my uncle and I. I'm Right. But that's two full tri-tips. What you- that could feed 10 people. I mean, very, very are you simple. hiding any tri-tip? I think no. that's what he's trying to get that's to. That's exactly right. Yeah, you I don't think, think that's that's what he's to get two tri-tips when that's all that's on the table can be taken down? I know it can be, but they even by, you know, you and I sit down. But it was two tri-tips two for the table. I don't know, you're for, for the, the table. table. <laughs> for the table. You and I wouldn't eat two Your story tri-tips. is a little shaky. We're think? just trying to no. figure out if there's some tri-tips You don't think that we, you and me, could eat two tri-tips if there's nothing else on the table? Let me make clear. Carnivore diet, nothing else on the table. Yeah. I like the sides too much, Al. And there had been a full day of working outside on uh, the sides. Are a little salsa on that or something? Salsa? Oh, yeah. Have you never tried that? If you taste my tri-tip, you'll realize it's much no, like... No. The, hold on for a second. <laughs> no, no. It's I'm much like the ketchup on the steak. You will not need salsa. Perhaps. The Santa Maria-style tri-tip that comes with this the salsa This isn't Santa Maria-style. You this know what Santa style Maria, this bro. is? This Morales, is Morales style. <laughs> you taste the Morales tip, 
and you will never go back to a tri-tip like anything else. I didn't do anything. The latest on CNN. No, exactly. I didn't do anything. No, you guys. Was there heavy petting? Producer Emily. Is it just odd that it seems like everybody else's gutter or gutter? Everyone else's mind is in the gutter today, but not mine. It's crazy. Yeah, that is a little weird. It's it's rolling. That is a little weird. I actually am like, no, I'm not trying to talk about heavy petting or anything. But everybody else is going there. None. So Chris just, is being very professional today. Just to today. close the circle, there's none left. <laughs> I think I got a couple. <laughs> I got a couple bratwursts in the fridge. If you want, I grilled those up for the week. Ah, uh, yeah. I, awesome. I mean, sure. But I just. Do you think... want to share it like Cappy and I did at the Yamaha <laughs> with the twenty two? Too. I saw that too. Uh, no, I just the next time you make a tri tip or two, just save me a little piece. I'd like put to it in the freezer. It's so a meat supply. I tried it so good you, know? you can eat it cold and it was amazing. I, oh, I believe they that. ate all, they all ate it cold I and were blown that. away. I'd like to try it. That's all I'm getting at. Somebody said Travis and Morales in one of the comments over the weekend should have a tri tip off. Not even a chance. I don't I've wow. never I've never well, you're really not much of a, focused on that. Yeah, he's not I, much I, of a barbecue. I would not compete with you in the tri tip. It's something that looks like you've done a lot. I have not. Maybe one day I'll just have a barbecue in my house. You, Slee, and Emily can come over. <laughs> or Thanks. maybe one day we'll go to an Angels game and potentially seven miles away you're not invited to a not game. Not seven miles, seven minutes. <laughs> seven minutes away with Shohei pitching. I got a new grill, Al. Slee will never see it. <laughs> I just that's like That's true. why I wanted to let him know I have it. No, it's going to happen, bro. <laughs> It's going to happen. I'll just That's give you his address, nice. and you should just show up one day. That's what I was going to say. Like It will happen, but not invited. Henrik from Barbecue's well, Galore hooked um, me up with the security a great deal. Yes, exactly. It's, Henrik, good people. It's terrific. It's not just a barbecue aisle. A barbecue it's store. A barbecue store. A barbecue store. Hypothetically, I jump over that gate. What happens? There's no, First of all, there's no gate. Okay, oh, there's, there's armed guards. There, it's, there's it's, no it's armed a moat. guards. There's no gate. You could drive right up to my front door and knock. Is there a fine. sniper on a roof that nobody knows about? Now, I do have one of the little, you know, what's the, the peephole, so if I see you there, I'll pretend I'm not home. I always but knew he was a peephole guy. <laughs> Even though and I what, hear you. What did you, you say did two like a minutes ring ago? Camera? You guys did it, not me. Even though I hear you walking to the hole. And actually putting your hands on it, I'm like, <laughs> Trav, I see you. Bro. I literally <laughs> see you. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm not home, Al. Come back some other time. All right. Uh, you do your thing. We got to go to a meeting. So <laughs> <laughs> I missed you. It's good to have Glad you. Glad to be back. Guys. I missed you. I, miss I mean, Quentin Yates does a great job filling in, talking about himself, but you really. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're doubling down on this? I, it's a lot. <laughs> what, did, I call, every time he would do it, I would call him out yesterday, and it's all he it's all he did all day long. It's like, really? What do you say? Give me some details. You you, you know exactly. Was it about what it was. walking from? It was a lot. TV studio. <laughs> More of that, yes. Okay. Not exactly that, but in the similar vein. That's <laughs> kind of what he does. It's his thing. <laughs> Look, we've all got our lanes. TV's okay, Clinton Yates. You want the seaplane? <laughs> Story? Yes, I do. All right. I know it's not really much of a story. Should okay. the Miami Vice theme be playing in the background or no? Um, It's not terrible. It's not terrible. My girl, out of everything, she's like, I really want to go on a seaplane. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Really? Um, I don't really know much about seaplanes. I've obviously never taken a seaplane. <clears throat> the only way we could get on a seaplane in Vancouver, the seaplane tours that they had... We're all booked up. What do you wait? What do you tour? You just ride around on the sea. You're basic. <laughs> you, it's let's use as an example. I've done this before in Hawaii. You ever taken one of the helicopter tours? I have not, but I know what it is. Okay, so you, it's a tour, right? So you're touring the island, 
in Vancouver. Were you guys looking for that shark last week with the 70 pounds of yayo on it or no? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Maybe we're on the lookout for that. So she wants to go on one of those. We can't do it in Vancouver because they're all sold out. So the only way that we can do it, which is fine because we are going to go spend a day in Victoria anyways, but Victoria is a ferry ride that's about, uh, let's call it an hour and a half. Okay. All right. To get to the ferry, it's another half hour, about 40 minutes. And then we got to take that hour and a half. And then once we get to Victoria, then we got to drive. We got to take a taxi for another 40 minutes. Also, we could just get like a John Candy movie. All to just get to the seaplane. Oh. So by the time we even get to the seaplane, we're already... You've been in transit for three, three hours, hours at this point. By the way, you got to get in transit to get back. Was there heavy petting? Oh, no, sorry. Seaplane. <laughs> for those who have never done it before, I hate to hurt the seaplane industry. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the intention. Not Kind of not that big of a deal. How much did it run you, the seaplane? Got us. It got you? Yeah, it got us good. <laughs> really? Yeah. Good? Like, uh, okay, like well, you regret you, it? Or? Is it more or less than the helicopter tour of Hawaii? Probably the same. Okay. Wasn't that much different to get to Vancouver. You could have flown home. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that much different to get to Vancouver. Probably about 20 minutes. First off, it goes like any of these, any boat that you take out. You know, you're, just, you're in the speed zone. They got the thing, so it takes forever to get to where you can actually go. We're like 20 minutes in. I'm like, we still haven't. We're just. You're still sitting on the plane on the wall. No, we're just like just barely getting to where they can, you know, finally take off. I'm like, let's live a little here, guys. Let's just take off. You know, <laughs> we don't have to go through all this. It's 20 minutes. Kind of does its little literally kind of a loop thing. And it's back down. And I'm looking at her. I'm You're like, in the air for 20 minutes. Yeah, 20 minutes. That's it. 20 minutes. And I look at her like when it's all done. I'm like, was it worth it? She's like, that was awesome. I'm like, really? Oh, well, she was excited. Yeah, she had a she good time. She's happy. I think she just said she was happy because we did it, but she knows deep down inside. You hated it. The seaplane experience was not exactly the greatest. I mean, it was kind of cool going off, you know, on the water, landing Is on the Is there any water. chance she's listening right now or viewing? No. Really strong chance that she's 100% not listening. <laughs> So it just takes off and lands on the that's water. It. That's Literally, the only that's difference. All, that's all it is. And it's got those big like ski. Yep. And then you know when we were done. I've never tried to find Lady Slee on social, but I'm going to now and just DM her. He About hated sea it. Planes. He hated the seaplane. Okay. And then <laughs> when we were done, you know what happens when we were done? We gotta go three hours back the other way to get back to Vancouver, so then we can fly. So out. you spent six hours getting to a twenty-minute seaplane ride. Yes. Would we say that the whole adventure was a hundred dollars an hour of those six hours, or fifty dollars an hour? Uh, probably $50 an hour when it was all said and done. Yeah, 50 an hour. 50 an hour. Victoria's beautiful. Victoria's very nice, but we didn't spend any time in Victoria because we had to hurry you up, flew, get on the seaplane. over the top of it back. and then went and back then we out. to Vancouver again. And we were gone. Well, yeah. at least you know now. At least I know. At least you know not to invest in a seaplane. Were there the cocktails on the seaplane? Um, you were in the were, air for 20 minutes. There was, oh. a bar, there was a bar literally right next to the seaplane okay so we took was there any characters like was the uh pilot kind of like a grizzled you know canadian man like is there any characters in there (laughs) great question absolutely not he was so dry and it was like i'm playing a video this literally said there's about eight people total on this thing uh he's like guys uh here's the safety video hits play says nothing okay we're taking off and then we're off i'm like were the other six Bravo. passengers on the plane as underwhelmed as you were? I think seven minutes in. <laughs> like, we're good? Yeah, seven minutes in. They were. There was a point where I'm like, I think you could. We're good. Just bring it back. <laughs> bring it back down. Chrissy in the 
<laughs> Chrissy in the Travis and Slewa show community says, a seaplane isn't interesting to Alan Slewa because he's used to flying in small planes on his secret missions. Could be. I so like that's it. probably what's happening. I jumped out. <laughs> yeah, I jumped out. We uh, <laughs> we did it from there. That is probably the only thing that would make it exciting. <laughs> is if you... You'd have to skydive out you skydived of the into Puget Sound. <laughs> <laughs> probably the only thing from there. Yeah, why not? Why not? Well, I'm glad. Uh, well, at least you know, right? At least you don't have to ever worry about getting on another seaplane for the rest what of your What do we want to do now? Well, i got to go to a meeting, so you guys are on your own for a little while. Okay. Right. What are we we do have about? a tease. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> what do you Is got? it the Dodgers and the Braves and everyone else in the NL? That's next on Travis and Sleeper Show Maybe. on 710. I, 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 I have, I have, I have I more vacation <laughs> questions. We'll get to the Dodgers and the Braves, but I have more vacation questions. That is coming up on Travis Lee 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Continuing our conversation, Slee, about uh, some of the beers that you had on the road. We were talking a little bit during the break there, and Emily is a sour person. You said that you like sour beers, and I asked her during the break, I said, do you really order a lot of sour beers? You said it's your, kind of your go-to. This is your jump-off point. Yeah, a sour beer or like a light, like a uh, uh, weedy beer or a seltzer. So you're not going to like this. So this is from my pal, sure. Josh Bentram, who runs and operates breweries. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Smart guy, I'm sure. The only thing worse than a sour is people who order sours. <laughs> hey, and I think the audience and everyone around me can tell, yeah, that probably fits the vibe. <laughs> I like sour things occasionally, yeah. but I just don't want a sour beer. We said it, a lager, a pilsner, that's probably, I don't go dark, I don't go, you know, these heavy, heavy IPAs. I I don't appreciate the taste okay. enough. I don't think yeah. I know enough about it. I feel like every lager I drink... It's like light it. enough to where it's it's refreshing. Like yeah. it has a refreshing I can taste to it. Hundred percent reverse this on people who order IPAs, like the bearded guys that play the guitar for you at the parties that uh, just order an IPA. And be like, oh, you gotta try this one. It tastes like gummy I, bears and it tastes like absolute crap. I like that we're gonna create beer wars. The sour yep. people, as represented with Emily Hebel and the <laughs> IPA guys, the who, IPA who guys. play guitar at parties and ruin and have for beards. You. I. It's I, Barbie and Ken. <laughs> given one or the other, I would choose IPAs. I used to really like them. They're just, they're so heavy. Mm -hmm. they they make me want to go to sleep. And you know what? Sometimes yeah. I like to drink something that tastes good. <laughs> so why do you order a sour then? Because it tastes lovely. <laughs> Here's the only thing. If I'm a couple drinks in, then the IPA is fine. Well, yeah, because yeah, at that just, point yeah, you're just matter. you're not drinking it no, because you like the taste. You just matter. want to keep the party rolling. Just keep going. How speaking of, on your trip, did you get some of that in? One night, um, we did pretty well. One night we did pretty well. In so Vancouver? In Vancouver. There's a lot of... By the way, the the food scene, and I'm not trying to compare it to... It's not LA. It's not any of that stuff. But they got some really, really kind of cool, unique... Just like we have a we have Grand Central Market here. They have... It's called Granville Market. Granville Island Market, maybe. But it's got all this freaking amazing food um everything from i mean you think about it a lot the, of seafood right i would seafood, imagine i was gonna say the the fish is big there. there's a lot of japanese restaurant sure, there the sushi sure. is as 
as good as sushi as I've ever eaten was in Vancouver, believe it or not. And you've been to Japan. And I've been to Japan, yeah. <laughs> That's saying something. But it's it's really, really good. And yeah. they have a huge, huge Asian population in Vancouver. Um, oh, the the drinking. So it was one night we uh, we had sushi, and every time I don't know, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting a beer typically when I'm going to have sushi. Just got the you know got the different Japanese. You're brands. gonna be a beer or a sake guy. I've always been the beer guy, and with sushi specifically. I'm with you. Like I'm going I'm going beer and um, and I'm not going sake. I know you said asake, right? That's no the, no no sake. Okay, yeah, yeah. Asahi, or asashi, asahi. asahi is the beer. Is but the beer sake like Japanese rice wine? Sake. So I I did the did the beer at the restaurant, but then we're we're walking and we're on our way to where we're basically all right. Let's just go back to the Airbnb that we got, and we're walking, and there's a there's a bar that is basically I don't know why this attracted me, but it did. It's bar, it's got all these arcade games in there. Oh yeah, and I'm like like old school ones. Yes, yeah. I'm like. Yeah, let's go in here and grab a drink. So I go in there and grab a drink. By the way, it's not just even arcade games. They got skee ball. They got I know this place. They got the they got the um they got the darts as well. Mm-hmm. So they they got everything that they got. Um I found myself in there for like an hour and a half and I'm no longer doing beer. I had a couple beers, but then I'm like, all right, might as well do a maker's mark while I'm here. So now I'm drinking some bourbon. Um the bars that just I it's it's so it's such a small thing. But bro, I was like so invested in this place, playing like I was eleven years play? old. Pinball, not too much. Okay. Ski ball, I was I think out twenty five dollars. <laughs> just kept playing, <laughs> competing against each other. They got it. They had one of those little basketball games too, like so Papa I'm playing Shot? there. It was smaller, but yeah, okay. kind of a similar concept. And they also have all the consoles, so you can go to them and say, "All right, I want to play Nintendo sixty four and I want to play Mario Kart." They're like, "Cool," and the bartender will come out. And she'll set up where she set us up at. When you first walk into your right, there's like this room and it's got one of the big flat screens or not even the big flat screens. It's a projector. We're playing Nintendo 64 on the projector. We're playing Mario Kart. I was playing all that stuff. <laughs> that I found, I'm like, what am I, 11? Yeah. But I'm sitting here but drinking. But you're drinking whiskey instead of drinking awesome. Coca-Cola or Kool-Aid. It was awesome. You're, you're, you're knocking back uh, Maker's Mark. I know, there's, I know there's bars like that around. But we need more of those. No, that sounds fun. I would, I would go do that. Like that stupid like games like that, and you get to drink. That's a good combo. All right. So, how much did you sit in front of the TV and watch like baseball or basketball? There wasn't a ton of basketball, football training camp. Did you? Because when I typically go away, yeah, I'm not taking in a ton of it. So I think because I didn't catch a lot, but I think it's more because. I mean, listen, I know the Dodgers are doing their thing. Rams, Chargers have a game. I think it's just the time of the year, too. I was, I no joke, I watch more Women's World Cup than anything else. Did you really? That's 100% I watch more Women's World Cup, or I'm catching the highlights or something along those lines. But I didn't catch a crazy amount of sports. The Padres are getting worse. Yeah, I, I caught, don't know if you caught, caught that, that or not. Yeah, I caught that. <laughs> Juan Soto basically called them all quitters. They're all giving up. I don't up. know if you saw that saw part. Saw that part, too. Fouled a ball off of himself last night that was not great. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. And then the Dodgers. Musgrove's out for a while, too. Yeah, the Dodgers have basically pulled away from the NL West. It's virtually over. No, that's They've dumb. got an eight-and-a-half-game lead on the San Francisco Giants yep. with seven weeks to go. That's that's about a wrap there. Um 
and it happened pretty quick. Like the Arizona Diamondbacks were in first place about a month and a half ago. They yep. went 16 and 34 over their last 50. They're now, I think, 10 plus games out. They did take two or three. The Padres helped them out. They took two or three from San Diego. <laughs> those are two of the 16 they, that they ran managed into. To get in yeah, there. they ran into them. Dodgers have won a season high eight in a row. They have mm-hmm. a season high division lead of eight and a half games. And what I'm trying to figure out, and I'll get to go to the game tonight, which I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, is are they hitting their stride? Are they? Is this run a result of their deadline acquisitions, where they didn't do anything super big name, but all five of the trades they made, all five of them are paying dividends. We'll talk about that in a second. Or is it that they played the Padres, the A's, the Diamondbacks, hmm. and the Rockies? Those are the last four series that they've played. Those are four bad teams. Is it that they are figuring it out and look out? It's the Dodgers and Braves and everyone else. Or is it still the Braves and everyone else and the Dodgers just ran into a schedule where they're playing some weaker teams? I think sometimes you could – I'm not going to take away credit from winning 12 or 13, which I think I think 12 and 1 in August, right? I'm not going to take, take away credit for that because you always say this all the time. You can easily lose 3 or 4 to the Pittsburgh Pirates. Of course. You can easily lose 3 or 4. It doesn't matter what team. This happens in baseball and it happens And everybody often. plays bad teams. Yeah, everybody plays bad teams. And if, you know, the overall goal is just win the division. Don't really worry about what else happens. Dodgers are taking care of business. And I still think even beating the teams, let's use the Padres as an example. Padres were as desperate as can possibly be when they faced the Dodgers. They were lucky to get one of those games. Yeah. Now you can make an argument. Padres had a game where they gave up runs in the eighth. Dodgers had a probably game where they the gave up. Probably went the way it Probably went the way it was supposed to go. But even when they're facing teams who are desperate, Arizona's desperate. They're still beating those teams. And it's not even really close. Like the way they're the, – I think ultimately if you look at the Dodgers, the only thing that I would be concerned about is are you peaking at the wrong time? Now, how do you control that? You, you know, you, you play six months of baseball. There's going to be times where you're playing bad baseball. There's going to be times you're playing great baseball. I don't think you can control it. I, I do think that they still have some issues. I st- still think there's going to be sure. some question marks. For sure. But at the same time, I think you're also looking at how many teams have a legitimate chance of winning the whole thing. How do you not put them in that conversation? They're, they're in the conversation. I just wonder if they're in the conversation at the same level as Atlanta. Because Atlanta's cooled off for the same reason, right? You can only stay hot for so long. Atlanta's come back. The Dodgers have come up. Th- those two teams, is as close as they've been in a while, they play a four-game set at the end of this month and then early September. So both of them will probably have their divisions on ice long before they see each other. Yeah. It might not matter a whole lot. They might not fire their best punches at each other along the way. But – the Dodger vibe is different than it's been for 10 years and, and for totally different reasons that the expectations are far different. We'll, we'll talk more about that because Dave Roberts said something the other day that I thought was really interesting for a team that is not that 111-win team or a team that is not a World Series champion yet. He's had some interesting thoughts. We'll do that. But a little hey, did you see with Tyler? Tyler in for Jorge today. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. So quick tweet before we get to uh, Tyler's Hey Did You See, because I don't want anybody to think that we're just going to blow past this yeah. real quick. Francis in Glendale, going to need more of M's IPA guy impression. So Emily, uh, you can workshop it during uh, Hey Did You See, because coming up at 11 o'clock, more of Emily's IPA guy impression, which I enjoyed as well. So get ready, Emily. You ready to go? She's ready, yeah. Yeah, right. I can do it. She, she's already Good. ready Good right now. What do you got for us, Ty? Hey, guys. What's going on? How's it going? 
Tyler might have been. Is this is this safe to say? Tyler was the most underrated of the softball players. Oh yeah. That if we redid the draft today, Tyler's a top five pick. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. for 100%. For, for, yeah. Thanks, guys. No, you were yeah. a baller out there. You're taking it seriously. Yeah. Armando I mean, from yeah. Rotolo Chevrolet was, like, very, very good, too. He was very good. Yeah. yeah. And both of and them by the, way, the same that, team didn't help. That conversation with him was, man, they just told me it was 36 hours. Armando was Bro, fine. I'm so nervous. I'm like, oh, you didn't and then I watch, yeah, then I watch him bat. I'm like, what the hell is this guy talking <laughs> yeah, about? Yeah, super Armando's nice guy, cool. too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. love having him as part of the team. All right, so first things first. Peyton Manning. Now known as Professor Manning. Yes, indeed. Yeah, he's going to be teaching uh, at his alma mater, the University of Tennessee. Uh, he's going to be teaching topics that include sports reporting, video production and performance, leadership and communication, and public speaking. So, my question to you guys is, if you could go back to your alma mater, what would you teach? Travis, I'll start with you. I, I mean... Competitive eating. I, I, <laughs> I really... And competitive drinking. I... I, I well, that's the what beer I learned chugging, at Santa Barbara. The beer chugging, I feel like, is a class. Like, you could get so many people to join. You could teach them. <laughs> Look where they were just a month ago. If they are already at Santa Barbara, they know how to do it, right? <laughs> they, they, this is There's not a class at Santa Barbara on how to chug yeah. beer, but just if you are, it's like osmosis. You're the just going to, you're going to learn it by being in the environment. I really only know how to do two things. Right, I I know how to cook a little bit, but certainly not like a professional or anything. But I know how to put together things that are are pretty good. But the only thing I really know how to do is this and mm-hmm. how to come up with things to talk about and, and topics. That's it. So it would be something similar to a Peyton Manning lane where I'm teaching radio, which is a you know obviously a booming medium that yeah. people are dying to get into. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that yeah, but would you be can merge podcasting into that. I can do some and, podcasting yeah. stuff too. But if they say, well, how do you edit it? I'm like, I don't know. Go ask somebody that does the <laughs> editing. I don't know how to do that. Go talk to producer Jorge. He'll do right. You, Jorge would you teach hire that somebody. That's, yeah, that's here's the only what you way. do. It's you save way. a little money and get somebody that's good at no, that. No, what you do is you just record it and hope you don't screw up and if you screw up start it's going over. up anyways start over right exactly um Slee, what would you teach i actually I like you got I, something I, in the bag over there i would and i would enjoy this i would teach sales yeah i i think it's so it? it's not even missing it it's so important no matter what you do to understand the business side whatever literally whatever you're in the restaurant industry doesn't matter what you're in you should understand the business side Ultimately, at the end of the day, if you know how just revenue is generated, if you know kind of the grind of of generating that revenue, you can be an asset to any business. So I would, I, I think the sales side is where I'd be attracted to. I like that. I like that. And I've always, I've worked in the restaurant industry, and I've always said everybody should get a little taste, just so that you know what to expect when yeah. you're going in there. What about you, producer Emily? What would you teach? Um, I would probably do something in like a film studies course, and I would probably go deep dive into something like no. What, <laughs> one of my one of my favorite courses at UVA was my Breaking Bad class, so I might choose something like go really deep into Succession, go really deep into something else, and just kind of like uh, you know the historical context mixed with the like film study of it all. So I think that's what I would want to go back and do. Um, if I went back to UVA. Nice. I, I could also teach you how to pack a trunk of a car for a long road trip with your family. I'm pretty good at that. I could what see about you like being an ice really chest good at that. crash course. Oh, now see now we're getting yeah. there. Now we're getting there. Yeah. I could, come barbecue with Trav. I can teach you how to pack. I can teach you how My to man. pack one suitcase. Yep. Where you're, no matter how long you're gone, we're taking one small bag that you can carry on. How to pack your cooler, how to pack your trunk, how to pack the 
uh, truck bed of your Silverado, which I did down in San Diego, looked like the Beverly Hillbillies. The essentials. Had stuff all over the top. I, I That's it. Packing 101. Love it. Yeah. I could also teach you how to survive in the wild for an hour. <laughs> okay. Camping and everything, just be within half hour of Walmart. <laughs> there you go. Would you call that a crash course? Yes. Nice. Crash I like course. it. Crash all right. Course. So the next one I've got. Did you guys see former Marlins uh, owner Jeffrey Loria come out? And just bash Derek Jeter for taking down that what I would consider to be hideous sculpture in center field. Mm-hmm. He says it ruined the ballpark. I don't think it ruined the ballpark. I think it actually made what I feel is probably the ugliest ballpark in baseball <laughs> yeah. better. But even still, what are your what are your thoughts on on that structure coming down? In so the I, I read those comments. He was talking about they imported these tiles from Europe and yep. they they built this you know mural out in center field. And yeah, did I like it? No, but you know, it, it's art is in the eye of the beholder, right? right. That what That's is true. beautiful to somebody may not be all that attractive. I, I am a baseball person. I appreciate a classic ballpark like Dodger Stadium or, or yep. Fenway Park. Yep. I get that. But if you want to have a wacky ballpark with a fish tank or a swimming pool or a retractable roof, I'm okay with that too. There's no bad way to watch baseball. There's no bad baseball as long as the beer is cold and you can see the field. If you want to put some weird stuff out there like Jeffrey Laurie, I'm okay with that. The, li- the lime green padding on the walls, eh, whatever. You know, it's like it doesn't it doesn't offend me. It's not what I, if I were building a ballpark, yeah. I wouldn't choose it. But it doesn't bother me that somebody else wants to have a ballpark that looks like South Beach Art Deco style. It's it's fine. Right. I can go either way. That's fair. I like that take. What about you, Slee? What are your thoughts on the the, the center field structure in Miami? It's ugly. It was it's ugly, very, right? very ugly. Thank you. Um, but I, I would say this. It's kind of one of those things where if your product is good, they'll come. They don't really care what it looks like. True. I mean, th- there is tradition. The Dodgers really have tradition. I've, I've said this before. It's like I'm walking around a museum when I go to the stadium. And I know it's not going to be like that everywhere you go. And I know there is um, stunts that certain franchises have to pull. Light the beam is a bad example. But like, there's certain things you do because you're not sure if you're going to be competitive or you're not. Or maybe winning isn't the... Uh, the most important product. This is just ugly. It's just unappealing to me, but I don't think that it ruined everything according to Jeffrey Yeah, I Laurie. think Laurie is a little steep here yeah. with his take. What about you, Producer Emily? How are you feeling? So I think that, uh, yes, it was ugly, but it's something It's like, when you look at it, it's like, it's like our ugly. It's like our thing. If you're a fan of the Marlins, like that's something that we embrace. So I think back to like my local team that I watched growing up, which the Nationals, and if a new owner came in and just got rid of the founding father race... Then that would be annoying because I go there and I, I mean, obviously, it's part of their history. It's bad baseball, so I'm not going to go there to watch the Nationals play at this point in time. I'm going there to watch, have some beers with my friend, and videotape the Founding Fathers race and see which one wins. So that's, there's certain stuff like that. Again, when you're not the Dodgers, when you're not the Astros, when you're not the, these best teams in the world, you go there for some fun. And if it's, it's that's your it. fun. That, you need something for everybody. You you want somebody for the guy with leather patches on his elbows, and you want somebody for somebody that barely knows what baseball is. You need to have a little bit of everything. Not every place needs to be Dodger Stadium and, and Wrigley Field. You can have weird ballparks. It's fine. Okay. Good. I'm glad you agree. Okay, good deal. <laughs> good deal. <laughs> All right, so I got one more for you. Uh, yesterday, or not yesterday, two days ago, did you see this Oakland Athletics pitcher? He got a comebacker to him. Okay. And it's against the Nationals. Oh, I saw this. And he jogs to first base yeah. as if there's not an active play. And at the very oh, last yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. second, glances to the right, realizing that he's chasing a runner to first, and like does like a, oh, shoot, I'm going to be late to the bag, and does like a, uh, and he's late, <laughs> yep. and the runner's safe. 
first of all, you saw it, yes? I did, yes. yes. Have you ever done something like this where you're you're doing something that's so second nature that you kind of forget that you're doing it and then you just completely space out? I'm actually going to go to Alan with this one first. Okay, so I think we've all done this in some kind of sport. I'll use basketball as an example. You're going in for a layup or something and you're just thinking, hey, there's no defender, I'm taking my time. We, we've seen it in the NBA, and then all of a sudden you start going up, and here comes this six-foot-two dude that blocks the ball because you took your time. I think we've all kind of done this. You could apply it to anything from work, whatever the case is. He looked so stupid on this play because he has one of two options, either just lob the ball to the first baseman and call it a day or just run over there and do it. He hesitated on lobbing took his time because it was a kind of a fast comebacker, and the dude from first is sprinting the entire time. He looked like an absolute <laughs> idiot because there's no other way to put it. But I think we've all had moments where we're, we're lackadaisical in something, and then we look back and saying, yeah, you're a dumbass. You ever driven home and pulled in your driveway and had no idea how you got there? So and many I'm, times. And, and I'm not talking about you oh, had too much. Geez, you just not you're, good. You're just on autopilot, right? Yeah. You leave work and you it takes however long it takes. You, you're in your driveway. You're like, I don't remember a single. That's what he went just brain vacuum. Or, yeah, but it was in the span of like I, 30 seconds. I, I get it, but it's it's a it's a act that Five he's seconds. done probably literally tens of thousands of times and it was he had that well i'd catch it and i run over there and i step on the bag he forgot he was in a game and there was a guy yeah. faster than him running he was from back in plate, practice right right yeah. so he just completely blanked on it yeah it happens to everybody and everything and that drive is you pull in like well, how the hell did i get here i don't remember making a turn and it's terrifying and that was probably the same scary moment for him I had a lot of moments of those at church growing up <laughs> I was like, how are we halfway through? See, not this took with forever. Associating. I, I this took would forever. Be, it's 10. 1002. 1002.30. Before you had phones, too. I think mass. What time would mass start? I can't remember if it was 9 or 10, but it might have been 10. Yeah. And you just sat there, and I'm like, I wonder what the scores are. That's, I would always tell you. I dad, wonder what the scores are. You know that the Steelers and the Cowboys are playing right now, right? Like you, you realize that we're not watching that, right? And he'd look at me like, "Do you think this is my choice?" I was to just gonna say, he's probably like, yeah. "Absolutely." <laughs> you don't think I know that? Yeah. Look, Shut I your don't mouth. Wanna, I don't. It's funny in retrospect. All four of my family, none of us wanted to be there. It was it was one of these things that my par parents thought we need to give them an education in this world so yeah. they can make their own decision. And I'll never forget it when my brother was done in eighth grade. Like, do you still want to do this? And my brother and I was like, "No." Mm. And we never went back. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. Dave Roberts says this is his favorite team ever. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee plus IPA guy from Emily Hebel coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.